today I have three brothers from Jamelli's Italian restaurant here at Broadbeat. He's speaking with me, I have Alec, Paul and James. Massive, I guess, amount of success when you look around this, this restaurant, it's absolutely you know, divine. You don't just have the restaurant here at Broadbeat, you've also got Gimellini's yeah. at, at Nobby's, Nobby's yeah. and a food bus as well. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily there's three of you. Yeah, yeah exactly. it is. <laughs> bit of work to do on the hands for sure. So it was the brainchild of all three of you. I said to Dad one day, why would we do it? Like, why am I working so hard for someone else? We can do it on our own. Give it a go on our own. I guess when you're young, you kind of have more balls than when you're older and you kind of know what's going on, what risks are involved. So we kind of did it, um, yeah, with a bit of an idea what was, what was going on, but we kind of, it was also running off adrenaline. So. It takes hard work at the start, especially yeah. with complaints with customers and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, you just got to do what you think is right. That's I guess the Gold Coast gave us, a, gave us a chance and we're still here. <laughs> no. So what were the roles to start out with? What were the... So it was all spun around like to what we're doing now. Um, Alec was actually on the floor, which he, at the moment now he's one of the chefs, so okay. it kind of was the other way around. Paul was in the bar. Um, which he doesn't do now anymore. Um, and I was in the kitchen, I was doing all the cooking with another friend. So it was kind of just friends and family helping us out kind of thing. Broadbeach gave us a chance, which was good. Um, yeah, and then now we kind of all swap roles. He cooks, he's down in Germany, and then I'm, I'm the fourth front of house. So. We just do home style cooking, the way we do, we do it at home. And then we make the pasta and stuff every day, so I think it's, yeah. It's an advantage for sure. Is that all hands on deck for making the pasta? Or yeah, at the start it was blood, blood sweat and tears, I tell you, making pasta and doing this, doing that, but yeah, now we've got procedures in place to make sure it gets done every day and day in, day out. Starting business isn't easy and uh, we, we all make mistakes along the way, so I'd like you to share one key mistake that I think um, you know you made in the beginning. Don't spend all your money trying to do the fit out because you're always going to need funds later on too. Obviously promote the business, get the business off its feet. It's the unhidden cost of the ones that are expensive. How many square metres is this? This is 220 squares. Yeah. Right, so, so what sort of budget was wrapped around that? Oh, this was like 650,000. Yeah. Right. But that's obviously with all the equipment included, everything okay. from the, and this was a shell, so there was nothing in here. So we had to put everything in here from the start. You, you started a business in Griffith, is yeah. that right? Um, and then you, you came to the Gold Coast immediately after that? Is that how that yeah, worked well, out? Yeah, we still had the restaurant down there. We had the chance to, we had the option to buy or keep leasing the restaurant. We had, obviously had an older restaurant. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a dump, but it was a different style of food. Um, and we wanted to change that, so the option was to stay in Griffith and keep doing what we're doing, renovate the place, spend 500 grand, do this, do that. Um, or come up here, because their grandparents have lived up here for about 10 years. We looked at like 25 space and I was like, this is terrible. Why Even this one you did not. And then at the end, he said, just, the real estate agent said, just come, I'll show you one more. Came in and we had a look, um, and yeah, I didn't like it. I said at the start, no, no, I don't like it, but yeah, it came alive. And at the start, it wasn't easy, like it's day in, day out, it's very tiring. Um, but then once you see people coming through, enjoying the meal, coming back. coming back, then you see people come back, get, and then you start getting, be famous people and then that's it makes it all worthwhile I guess and then obviously then the money's the other thing that makes it worthwhile. Yeah. You were looking at starting a restaurant and getting into hospitality was the dream that having you know everybody coming in and you're standing out the front welcoming everybody and uh, then sitting back enjoying a wine at the bar like what, what does the dream actually look like for you? James? Oh, 100%. I mean, that's every restaurant, like not every restaurant, but everyone that owns, looks at owning a restaurant is always that thing in the back here that you're going to be sitting in the bar drinking customers and so on. But it's far from that, you know what I mean? I've seen a lot of, I've worked for a few 
be without a born broke doing that. You know, what I mean? older operators that haven't been broken in their life, but they've kind of just sat back and did that, and kind of their business went down. So we thought when we first opened, it was all that hard work. So, and it's all about what we do. We do the, we do it best. So if we want to get people to multiply what we do best, then we have to be there with them. You can't just let them run. Yeah. Lead by example. Yeah, lead by example. I mean, you always need to be that. That step forward. You need to be a step ahead of your staff yeah. as well. That's amazing. This episode of Mental Revolution is proudly supported by Advanced Queensland, Griffith University and the University of Queensland and is produced by Me Media. So you are amidst the Mental Revolution and today I have three brothers from Jamelli's Italian restaurant here at Broadbeach. You're speaking with me, I have Alec, Paul and James. Massive, I guess, amount of success when you look around this, this restaurant, it's absolutely you know, divine. It's a it's a beautiful place to come and eat. I have eaten here, Thanks. and I understand you're getting awards for your wines as well. So, uh, we'll start out by just introing us into Jamelli's. What is it um, about this restaurant that makes people want to come back and uh, tell us a bit about the food that you serve and, and whatnot? So I'll start uh, with you, James. Yeah. So it's it was like the brain one of a few of us together, and we kind of. Thought fresh food, when we first opened, we didn't really have an idea of what food we're going to serve. We've always grown up with Italian background, so that kind of stuff. So we thought we'd got to do traditional food, but we wanted to do it in a modern spin. So that's all we gave nice fit out and stuff like that. Um, do pizzas, wood fire style pizzas. Um, I guess it was in our blood kind of do Italian food because mum's Italian, so and she's always we've always grown up with good food. Um, yeah, so we just do home style food. It's all fresh. It's all prepared on the spot. So. It, makes people want to come back, I guess. Yeah, cool. And so, uh, you said it was the brainchild of all three of you, or was it was it two of you? Yeah, well, at the start, it was I was working for a big company in Sydney, um, and then I went and leased a restaurant in Griffith, um, where we're from originally in the country, so kind of made a bit of money back there. Alec was starting to be a commercial pilot, and Paul was, was in London at the time, I think, so he'd finished his degree working for a marketing events company that were doing the Olympics at the time. Um, yeah, so we kind of said to Dad one day, why would we do it? Like, why well, am I working so hard for someone else? We can do it on our own, give it a go on our own. I guess when you're young, you kind of have more balls than when you're older and you kind of know what's going on, what risks are involved. So we kind of did it, um, yeah, with a bit of an idea of what, we, what was going on, but we kind of, it was also running off adrenaline. So we, yeah, we kind of took a little loan and had a little inheritance. We worked hard at the restaurant beforehand that we leased. We kind of turned it around and made some good money out of that. So we saved some cash money to bring that in to start the business. Obviously there's overheads to start off. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of just did it from the fly at the start. We kind of, one of us cooked, one of us, kind of, yeah, just, it didn't happen overnight, yeah, yeah. but it took yeah. a year, like a kind of year to get it right on its feet and kind of really busy the way so, it is now. So what were the roles to start out with? What were the... So it was all spun around like to what we're doing now. Um, Alec was actually on the floor, which he, <laughs> at the moment now he's one of the chefs. So okay. it kind of was the other way around. Paul yeah. was in the bar. Um, which he doesn't do now anymore. Um, and I was in the kitchen, I was cook, doing all the cooking with another friend. So it was kind of just friends and family helping us out kind of thing. Broadbeach <laughs> gave us a chance, which was good. Um, yeah, and then now we kind of all swap roles. He cooks, he's down at Gemellini, and then I'm, I'm the full front of house. So. Yeah, you say you've, you've flipped it all around and also you've, you don't just have the restaurant here at Broadbeach, you've also got uh, Gemellini's yeah. at, at Nobby's, Nobby's yeah. and a food bus as well. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily there's three of you, eh? Yeah, yeah exactly. A <laughs> bit, yeah. bit of work to do, yeah, yeah. That's for sure, for sure. So Paul, uh, you're at uh, Gemellini's down yeah. at um, Nobby's, yeah. yeah. 
And how long did it take you to, to decide, well, this one's going all right, we need a second? Um, I don't know, I guess after about two, oh, a year and a half to nearly two years, we sort of, it was, you know, we're doing really well here and we always really wanted to do like a small wine bar, pizzeria, sort of like More of a local, feel, local sure. feel. Cause yeah, we grew up in a small community. So we wanted to sort of do that as well. You know, Broad Beach is amazing. You get tourists and locals, like a good balance. And we sort of want to do like a locals sort of thing. So yeah. smaller version, a little bit different menu, but yeah, that sort of focus on the wine and the food and stuff like that, yeah. Cool, so how long's that one been open now? Uh, seven months now, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it's a little bit different, which is good. So has its own sort of identity, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, you definitely feel that difference between the two yeah, places. Sure. People yeah. try and compare them all the time. Like that's, it's just gonna be the nature and the name and yeah. stuff like that. But I mean, there are different styles of food. We all, I always try and say that one of them's from the south, like this menu's from the south Italy and that one would be more yeah. from the north kind of thing. So the food's different in that way, the wine's different. Um, I mean, obviously they're not, we don't write that or we don't publish that, but that's kind of the way we set it aside. Mm. I mean, it's more of a date night kind of spot where this is for massive, loud families and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. it's good fun, yeah. Tourists. So coming from an Italian family, you've got to be experienced with loud voices. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we um, yeah, there's, well, there's like 19 of us in the family, so in right. the, that's just the first family. So it's good, good fun. Um, yeah, there's always good, good family gatherings and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah cool. So Alec, uh, what were you doing now? What was your role now? Uh, cooking in the kitchens here. Okay. And uh, Gemellini when the chefs are right and stuff. Yeah, yeah cool. So it's not overseeing it at all, I guess. So not, com not starting off in that area of the business, how, how are you finding actually being part of that? Yeah, it's good. Process? I don't know, I guess we just adapted it. James taught me a bit at the start. I used to work a little bit when I came home from uni at his old restaurant, just making this takeaways and stuff like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, just adapted it here and then, yeah, took off from here. It's really, we just do home-style cooking, the way we do, we do it at home. And then we make the pasta and stuff every day. So I think it's, yeah, it's, fresh it's an advantage day. for sure. <laughs> yeah, great. Great. So is that all hands on deck for making the pasta? or? Is yeah, it... at the start, it was blood, blood, sweat and tears. I tell you, making pasta, doing this, doing that. But, yeah, now we're trying people and put them in place and not put them in place, but got procedures in place to make sure it gets done every day and day in and day out. Yeah, cool. So we're not opening tonight. Tonight's actually a Tuesday. So Yeah, you know, we're open, open here. But here in Broadbeach, but not open at Nobby. So okay. Just, yeah, seven days at Broadbeach and yeah. one day off in Nobby's. Yeah. yeah. So there's a fair amount of preparation involved, I imagine. Um, yeah. What time are you normally getting in here at the, this restaurant? Well, we used to be 20 all the time, you know what I mean, the morning, from the morning to the night kind of thing. But now, obviously, three nearly three years in, we're kind of train staff and stuff like that. So we do have a big team of staff now. So we do have some good backers. We've got a good team. We That's our main focus at the moment, is, or not at the moment, all the time, is kind of just to keep this team strong, keep the keep our bond with the team strong as well, the relationship. So it kind of will just add to all that. Um, and a good team, happy team kind of will push for, and they're happy to make you happy kind of thing. So that's our main goal at the moment, just keeping the team happy. Yeah, We've great. got a big team, so yeah. <laughs> great. So uh, starting business isn't easy and uh, we, we all make mistakes along the way. So I'd like each one of you to share one key mistake that I think um, you, know, you made in the beginning that you know, I guess we can laugh at now, but um, you know, maybe it would help other people you know, not make the same mistake. So anybody? Um, <laughs> uh, I think like, especially in hospitality and restaurants and that, uh, 
the fit out is the biggest thing. Don't spend all your money trying to do the fit out because you're always going to need funds later on to obviously promote the business, get the business off its feet. It's the unhidden costs are the ones that are expensive. I mean, it, it always looks good to have a nice looking restaurant, but I think we've learned with Nobbies as well is that you don't want to spend too much to make what you, you need to always take into mind what you're going to make later on kind of thing out of it. Obviously it's run off passion, off heart, but at the end of the day, someone, you need to make money out of it. This is a big space, so, yeah. I mean, how many square metres is this? This is 220 squares, yeah. Right, so, so what sort of budget was wrapped around that? Oh, this was like six fifty thousand. Yeah, right. but that's obviously with all equipment included, everything okay. from the. And this was a shell, so there was nothing in here. So we had to put everything in here from the start. Nobby's was about the same, but the reason why it being is because of the location. There was no restaurant there beforehand. There was no exhaust. There was no services from that. So we had to bring all that in to make it into a restaurant. Um, so I think the main thing is like, yeah, just doing your homework. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And what about you, Paul? Have you got a? beauty that uh, someone could learn? Um, I guess, learn? yeah, working in hospitality always, you're not always going to keep people happy and all like, everyone's always got an opinion, I guess, about food and not to sort of take it to heart, I guess, too much. Let the feet do the talk. Yeah, that sort of that, if, yeah, like just keep doing, even if someone knocks you, like, knocks you about what you're doing, if you've got a full restaurant, there's obviously yeah. a reason why. I, I remember at the start, um, a lady sort of like, giving us a saying like, oh, you know, our website, you're not on Facebook, your website's crap, all this. And I was trying to defend, but I was, that's my nature. It used to be too much, but now I've sort of learned to curb that and yeah. used to, okay, yeah, you, yeah. You can't keep everyone happy no. then. It takes hard work at the start, especially yeah. with complaints and customers and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you just got to do what you think is right. The yeah. same as when we first opened, everyone used to say, oh, your pizza's terrible, this, 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 blah, blah. But we had to just educate the customers and now we haven't changed a thing and, the place is pumping now. So <laughs> at the start, we were almost contemplating. The lady that owns the penthouse above us told us to shut the doors after a week. But like, she was going off of it. Yeah. But and then now she's one of our best customers. So you just got to like kind of just play the field and yeah, educate yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Cool. And what about you, Alec? Have you got a have you got a beauty? Oh, I don't know. Not really. I, I don't know. I guess like self control in, in the, especially in the kitchen with the staff. It's hard at yep. the start when you first open a business, but well, get it out, get it out, get it yeah, out. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, for sure. But we've definitely calmed that down between us all. Yeah. yeah. And matured it like, with a business mind as well also. And mm. so it sounds to me there's there's no preparation for that. You right. can't prepare you for that. That's just that yeah, all. a couple of, yeah. yeah. We that's just sort of throwing ourselves in the deep end when we yeah. needed to. And That's I guess the Gold Coast gave us, a, gave us a chance and we're still here. <laughs> no. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good one. Awesome. So what, you, you started a business in Griffith, yeah. is that right? Um, and then you, you came to the Gold Coast immediately after that? Is that how that yeah, worked well, out? Yeah, we still had the restaurant down there. We had the chance to, we had the option to buy or keep leasing the restaurant. And I always wanted it, because I was working in a big company in Sydney, they had the best restaurants, they had the best equipment. We always wanted to improve what we had. We had obviously had an older restaurant. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't a dump, but it was a different style of food. Um, and we wanted to change that. So the option was to stay in Griffith and keep doing what we're doing, renovate the place, spend 500 grand, do this, do that, um, or come up here, because their grandparents live up here, have lived up here for about 10 years. So when we spoke to Dad about opening a restaurant, I thought, he's not going to say it. Like, he would just be nut. And then I said, Go, what about the Gold Coast? He's like, you know, it's a good... So we came up a month later. He likes the Gold Coast. He loves the Gold Coast. <laughs> so it, we came up a month later and we had a look around. And that day we looked around, I was like, had a tantrum. I was like, nah, I'm done. Like, before we looked at this space, I was like, we looked at like 25 space and I was like, this is terrible, whatever. Yeah, this like, one is 
And then at the end, we came, he said, just the real estate agent said, just come, I'll show you one more. I said, fuck, all right, no worries. Came yeah. in and we had a look. Um, and yeah, I didn't like it. I said at the start, no, no, I don't like it. But yeah, it came alive. And yeah, it was, it used to have a bar, it had a, like, it was a different layout. So six we did change a lot. Six restaurants in six years, we broke yeah. in this space. Yeah. yeah. So it was a bit oh, of a so challenge. So everyone was walking past saying, you know that six, six restaurants, six years, we yeah. broke, we were just like, I don't know, we were just young and I. At the start, know. I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. But then you start thinking, fuck, is that real? Like, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Cool. So, um, first time on the Gold Coast. So, you you all moved up? Were you all... Li- oh, so, you were still in the UK, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, so when it was all sort of coming together, I was still living in London and doing events and marketing sort of work over there. Um, and, yeah, so... I'd always had a pretty strong interest in wine and worked in wineries and stuff like that. So I, that was my sort of in for the restaurant, I guess, my part to do, you know. So, so how did it all start? Was it, okay, we're doing this, get, off your, get on a plane, get back here. Yeah, yeah uh, pretty much. And, and you kicked off together or was it that? Yeah, well, we, well obviously like, we did the fit out and that. We weren't actually living here when we did the fit out. So we're living in Griffith. So oh, it was wow. all over phone and email and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. We arrived when the place was probably 75% built, so kind of unracking chairs and stuff like that. We kind of stalled around for a couple of weeks to start. Um, and then Paul's here, they were all, actually we're all here together. Um, we did yeah, the concrete, we, we polished yeah, the concrete. Yeah, we did a few yeah. things ourselves. The main focus was keeping that business alive too, because we had a contract up until the end of, no, I think it was the end of November. So we opened here on the 13th of December. So we kind of, we're trying to transition that period as well. Um, and the Gold Coast gave us a chance, obviously, because we didn't really know what we were getting into. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't, like, a lot of people told us in Griffith, especially before we came, don't come there, don't go there, it's terrible for business. Because I think a lot of businesses come, people come here, think what they're doing and the struggle. Um, and I guess, yeah, we had a good luck with it and kind of went with it. And at the start, it wasn't hard, it wasn't easy, like, it's day in, day out, it's mm. very tiring. Um, but then once you see people coming through, enjoying the meal, coming back, coming back, then you see people come back, you get, and then you start getting fam- a few famous people, and then that's it makes it all worthwhile, I guess. And then obviously, then the money's the other thing that makes it worthwhile. Yeah, right. So, what's it like um, to own and operate a business here and live on the Gold Coast now? What would you, what would your message be to yeah, so that? Um, the Gold Coast is like a, a lot smaller than it is like a big area, a lot of people, but you always do see faces all the time. Even like they might come to the restaurant, you might see them at the shopping centre or whatever. So it is quite a small community, but it's good in that sort of sense. Like that's what we grew up with. So we love that seeing repeated faces all the time. You can, you know, remember what they had or, you know, know what they like and you can, which about. is hospitality. Like that gives you joy, you know, working there and, making them happy as well so mm. yeah i think so i think that's and whereabouts are you, are you guys living really handy to to the restaurant yeah, just or? in mermaid yeah. so in between two mermaid yeah. are you yeah. as well together oh just yeah we have to live apart because when you have a heated conversation heated, heated fights you have to go home yeah. <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> yeah, yeah. but we're brothers so at the end of the day you have a fight but in a minute you're yeah. over economy yeah. so yeah. i mean that's it as business the way you got to do it I guess in family especially as well, so yeah, it's hard. <laughs> so um, you briefly touched on, I guess, getting started up with, with finances and, and I guess that would be the big, biggest barrier for most people is, is some starting capital. Uh, you mentioned that you'd worked and leased a, 
a restaurant, a restaurant yeah, in, yeah. In, in Griffith. Yeah. And uh, that got you some start capital, some yeah. savings. Yeah. Um, an inheritance yeah. helped you along a little bit, but 650000 for this fit out, that's, you know, that's only a third of that so far yeah. as what I'm calculating, so, or, or close to. So yeah. you, you had to go to the bank? Yeah, went to the bank. Um, the rest and then I think the banks, everyone thinks that the bank won't give money, but they do give money if you've got a good business plan and they believe in you kind of thing. So if you have a good relationship, obviously with bank managers and stuff like that, they'll give you the money if they, they believe that they can, give, they can, they get, can it get it back within the year time. So plan. who did the business plan? Me, but yeah. I was a bit of help from dad and stuff like that. But I mean, dad's, our parents dentists, so they're kind of not in restaurants, so they're not that into it. They're into the business sort of things, but they're not into the restaurant kind of thing. So, um, I mean, we had help from accountants and stuff like that, but it is, yeah, it's all about just common sense. I mean, just show what you want to do and just give yeah. that and make them believe. If you can think that, if you can make them believe in you, then it's fine. I mean, the banks are good like they're good they're obviously sometimes they can be tight and stuff like that if, just with age obviously you're younger but and you need guarantors and stuff but we didn't do guarantors because we didn't want to risk our parent like we didn't want to bring our parents risk into it yeah. um so we kind of just made a good business plan went to the bank with a strong attitude and it went through kind of thing and right. equipment get equipment loan and stuff so like how, that. how old are you guys 23 and 27 yeah awesome Awesome. And so that was two years ago you started as well? Two and a half, yeah, nearly three years ago, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Unreal. Yeah, so you're six foot tall, or seven foot tall and invincible when you're 20, right? So that's why. Yeah. Yeah, you could never, n nothing could ever go yeah, wrong. We never thought nothing about going broke back then, but yeah. now you think, hurry up. Yeah, you, for yeah, sure. Take t yeah. careful steps. <laughs> cool. So is there anything other, else other than food that, that you offer? I mean, Said we've, we've mentioned the wines, um, international and local wines. Yeah. Um, what's so important about, I guess, have, getting those wines right in, in your business? Um, you know, the world, everyone's pretty savvy, I guess, on the coast in terms of what is good and what's not. Um, you can go to places and just, as from my experience, you can know what is cheap and what's overpriced and stuff like that. So. It's a big part of the restaurant. Like a lot of people don't really think about the list, the wine list or drinks list as a too big of thing, but it's what some people come back for as well, as much as the food. But um, yeah, the food's very, it's the most important thing. But yeah, it's important to have a bit of a range and stuff like that. Depend, really? Yeah, depending on where you want to sit yourself as yeah, the wine list is, I guess. So We got crumbled at the start with the wine list. That's one yeah. thing, yeah. Well, so wrote, what happened? Yeah. we got crumbled. Like, oh, well, I wrote the wine list. Well, I had no idea about wine because in Griffiths, we kind of just sold the local yeah, yeah, wines and yeah. it wasn't a big deal. So I just kind of got the catalogue and just went through and just picked, like, and anyway, one of the wine reps kind of came in and was like, I'm going to have to help you out. And he, like, helped us out a bit with the wine. And then, obviously, then Paul came along and he knows a lot more about the wine than we do. So... Kind of, we didn't. I didn't think it'd be such a big thing, um, but then obviously the Gold Coast is so into that, and we've got a lot of people that love nice wines and stuff like that. So it's grown over time and evolved, I guess, the list and everything about the place. So, yeah, yeah, great. And so, a lot of people, um, I would say, are, are passionate about purpose and and your purpose, the purpose that you bring, you know, to the Gold Coast and, and maybe even um, to your local community. Um, maybe to your friends and family, is there a purpose other than making money that, that you feel that you guys can align yourself with? You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, we, you wouldn't do something if it wasn't for passion, I guess. I mean, you can always do something that if it doesn't have your passion, but 
it catches up on you, I guess, yeah. and you kind of just don't. If you, you wouldn't have the void to get out of work, we used to work like we still do. Work, you work a lot, work hard, hours in hospitality. I mean, you wouldn't do that. Like we could choose a nine to five job over this and work yeah. for someone else. Miss out on the good days, Fridays, miss out on people's birthdays and stuff like that. I mean, you do it for passion, you peep for the happiness of mm. people as well. So, I mean, that's the main thing that drives it. I mean, and also the lifestyle as well. It's a good lifestyle. Um, the Gold Coast is a good lifestyle, so. Yeah, good. And in terms of uh, events and whatnot, so are you doing specialist events? Is, is that actually, are, are you doing like weddings or anything like that or birthdays or? Um, yeah, we do, yeah. A little bit here and there. We don't promote sort of wedding venue or anything like that, but we've had a couple little after. With our new um, off-site pizza, uh, it's like a bus that we've built, like it's a wood-fired pizza bus and kitchen. We found that we're doing a few off-site catering events, um, and then we thought, well, this was an idea that just came about three months, about three months ago. Um, and yeah, we just thought we need something that we can roll in and roll out easily, no mess kind of stuff, and just be from there. So we, we just thought, let's do it. Let's kind of build a mobile ve venue, I guess you could call it a restaurant on wheels, kitchen. So we roll in and can do weddings up to 300 people, 400 people easy, with ease with the, with the bus. Yep. Um, so yeah, we've got a few booked in for December, a few weddings and stuff yeah, like great. that. We've got a few, the GC 600 and stuff like that. So yep. they're good events also from marketing stunt for the restaurant as well, because people eat the food or they see the bus and they're like, where's that from, blah, blah, where's it linked? Yeah. And the Gold Coast is all about networking. So it's all about do us networking with everyone and yep. the type of people as well. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I love the bus idea. and. Guaranteed, I'm going to get you out to my place one day. Yeah. I've got a big shindy. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. <laughs> so, uh, who has been most influential in, I guess, influencing maybe what you've done here or, or motivating you to, to start this? Were you self-motivated, do you believe? Or uh, have, you inf have you motivated each other? Or has there been outside influence? Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, I reckon that. Dad's a good was a good motivation. I reckon back in the we day, saw Dad he, yeah, he worked he, he worked very hard. Did like nine years of uni, then did dentistry. He was going to drop out in year ten. He told me I was going to drop out in year ten. He told me just to like, hold on and wait and blah blah. And anyway, it ended up being a good two years. So. Yeah, but you also see but, other yeah, people in the field as working well. Working hard. There's, yeah. other, there's other big big players that are and the guys that work from Sydney and stuff like that. You see them. They're not they're successful um, and what it brings to them as well. So we kind of, that's also motivation to get it done. Um, and also just the challenge, we love to always love to challenge. So we, we thought it's stuff. a challenge that we can do. And yeah, whenever we can't. We weren't the best so. at school, but yeah, we'd love to. Yeah, All our teachers told done. us that would be garbage chuck drops. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Good organizers. <laughs> well, that's motivational in itself, right? Yeah. 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 Not, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Paul? You actually um, you went to university, yeah. and and how much? And it was a business degree. Yeah. And marketing degree. Yeah. At uh, was it Charles, Charles Sturt? Sturt, yeah, yeah, in Bathurst, yeah. So, how much of that do you actually draw on, like, you know, with regards to the business side of things? Um, I yeah, a little bit, like, especially the marketing side of things and sort of like organisational behaviour subjects. I remember doing at uni in terms of at the time you don't think, but then later you're like, oh yeah, like things just click in your head, um, and then yeah, you're just like, oh, that's obviously where I've learnt it from. Um, but yeah, like the experience of working is, a, you know, doing your own thing is a big sort of educational thing as well. So yep. yeah, absolutely. And, and are you guys planning on doing any other sort of studies or extra learning to help, I um, guess, 
I would love to go and do a business degree or something like that. Um, just if we find the time, that's the main thing. Yeah, um, I like. Yeah. I mean, we got to the stage where the business is massive, and we're we're doing a big business. You know, what I mean, it's, it's over three million dollar business now. So it's kind of, it's come to the stage where we're kind of a little bit up in the air. Where we're going with it? Are we going to keep doing the way we're doing? All right, let's. Are we going to open any more venues? And then obviously the business side of things come into it, and then we're kind of. Not confused, but there is a big element of business side of things where we could have a little bit of more knowledge about what cutting costs, doing all. It's we not just that all it's not just working every day and making waitering happening and stuff like that. Mm. It's obviously there's all that stress, but there's also the back of house, mm. making sure that you make money and stuff like that. Mm. There's a small margin in restaurants, so you got to make sure that you run. Everyone thinks you make a lot, but it's just yeah. a lot of high expense. Cost, yeah. yeah. So it's all, it is risky and it's I mean it's stressful, but if you've got a good brand about it, it's well, I always say it's all in brands or common sense. Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't have to have. It's not that you don't don't need a degree. Yeah, you do need a degree sometimes to learn that extra stuff that we probably don't. I don't probably don't know as much, but I mean, it is common sense as well. So if you if you've got a bit of garlic voucher, then yeah, I think it works. Absolutely. <laughs> and in terms of um, mentors, do you have any? Is has there anybody that has helped you along the way with regards to, I guess, those some of those challenges you might come up with? You know, do you have anybody on on speed dial? That, uh, dad's one of them. Yeah, dad's one. For dad's sure. one, but he just cops it all. But um, I mean, we have other restaurateurs and stuff like that. Old stuff that we used to friends and stuff that obviously restaurateurs and that, that we can bosses. fall back on. Um, Paul used to work in big wineries in Griffith as well, so that's another thing that he can we can fall back on. Um, yeah, relatives and stuff like that. I mean, it's all moral support and obviously and dad's and it, being friendly obviously as well is a good thing because you get in touch with other restaurateurs. I mean, it's not everyone thinks everyone's against each other, but it's not really, it's a big family kind of thing. That's so cool. we're all together. And if there's a problem, you can, if you need 10 wine glasses that you don't have, you can ring another restaurant yeah. and they help you out and stuff like yeah. that. So it's pretty good. It's good yeah. community. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so you mentioned uh, too that you, before we started filming that, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a few uh, team members you've got on board here uh, as employees. How many is that up to now? About 45, yeah, is it? Yeah, close 45. And that's across yeah. the, both, both <laughs> restaurants? Both venues, yeah. And, yeah. and the bus as well? Do you yeah, there's a few we, more, use there's both, we use the employees out here for the bus. Yeah. We take them. Just manage, so. yeah. They like it, it's like an excursion for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something to do. But yeah, no, it's good. We, yeah, there's probably... Oh, there's probably 52 all up now. Yeah. 45 to 52, with so yeah, with, with us as well. So yeah, it's... We're like their father figures as well sometimes. Like you listen to all their problems as well as what they've got problems at work. So, I mean, you get used to it and um, yeah, good it's good fun. Okay. And how, how's the age dynamic working here? Like you've, you've got people younger or older than you? Yeah, we're usually some of the youngest working here, but we don't let them have it over yeah. sure. <laughs> Everyone tries to have it over because you're young suppliers and stuff like that. But I mean, at the start, yeah. There. Now with experience has come. Yeah, if you've got experience, then that can't really... Experience always speaks over it, so yeah. 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 No, you just got to be the boss. At the start, we, had no, we didn't really know anything on pricing and stuff like that, so it's, yeah. it was hard. We nearly paid double the price for some products, you know what I mean? So. Well, and like you said, you've got a big family here in terms of restaurants, so yeah, yeah tapping into that is... Oh, exactly. Yeah, well, but now there. I'd be careful to tap into that, if, like, to be... Like, if, before we didn't really know that come from Griffith, from country town. Yeah. So, what you know now, uh, with regards to that, I guess, that, that network of, of, of restaurateurs that are here on the coast, would you have asked more questions of, of them, you know, before starting out? 
Sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, but yes and no, because if you ask more questions, there's more you get scared. So at the yeah. time, I didn't really yeah. want to ask anyone anything. <laughs> it's kind of just ballsy, just going straight in. I, I had it in my head, in my heart, that I wanted to do it. So I kind of gave up what we had in Griffith and said, I'm going to move there, I'm going to get it done. So at the time, we'd probably not, but yeah, now, thinking about it. At you the start, it felt like an excursion, but then three, four weeks in, you're still you're here, it's yeah. cooking, you're like, this doesn't end. It's not going away. It's not going away. It's, <laughs> it's, going away. it's, it's still it. Yeah. 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 And, and when you did start out too, you said you, ha- you've, you had some complementary skills uh, amongst the three of you as well, yeah? Your business, marketing, yeah. you know, the food, and you know, front of house, you were good with customers, but yeah. that, you said that's all flipped on its head. Yeah, for sure. Where, if you were going to be somewhere in the business every day, where is the favorite, your favorite place to be, and are you there now? Yeah, in the kitchen for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. enjoying that. Yeah, I like being back house. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that will change? I don't know. Maybe one day. I don't know. I don't really like. I like the front of the house, but only sometimes. Just get, interact with customers and stuff like that. Yeah. But taking the food out, carrying plates and stuff, isn't my. No way. <laughs> no yeah. yeah. What about but you, the, Paul? Where are you hanging out mostly these days? Yeah, like I started out in the bar doing drinks, but it's sort of, you get, I guess, pinned back there, which is you don't get to interact with the customers. So when I went down to Gemellini and did that, you get to meet people, you get to, I guess, educate some people in wine. And so that's my big passion. So it's good I can do some different sort of stuff, you know, with the list. I know exactly everything because I write the list. So I know yeah. everything about every wine. So it's good to be able to, yeah, do what people like, put them onto something different, or get a bit of a, I guess, a kick out of that, which is good, so, yeah. Yeah, great. And James, where are you actually right now? Or? Uh, front of house, but trying to do the book stuff as well. So the book stuff's boring, so it's kind of, that's what does your head in a little bit. Like, if I, it's not the best pa- pa- place to be, but I mean, it's what makes you money, so someone needs to be doing it. I mean, we're just starting to, we always, we're always trying to work together. Um, but we're just starting to come to the point where the business needs to be split up kind of thing. So no I feel one right of us need to be in office. There's no, I can pay a waiter to be a waiter, you know what I mean? I don't need to kind of waiter in that. Ca- I've got to be here always because Gold Coast is all about locals. So you need to always greet your locals. It's always about the locals. Tourists are always going to come there, the cream. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, back house, as in books, numbers and stuff like that. But if I, prefer, if I had a choice where I'd want to be, probably at the front, yeah. I like the kitchen. Like I, I can cook as well, but... I mean, I just don't like, I like being there for an hour, but that's about it. Yeah, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Not the cleaning, but. I don't like to clean up. (laughs) So what does the future look like for Gemellis, Gemellinis, the food bus, without sharing too many secrets? Is there anything exciting on the horizon or is it just about growth and I guess um, streamlining a lot of the business processes and maybe putting- Business business size of things and what we're trying to learn. We're trying to get get our heads around. We get a lot of offers and stuff like that with developers and stuff. We want to go to Brisbane. We want to go and open restaurants in Sydney, blah, blah. But I mean, we've just come to the point where we think we've just got to relax maybe for six months, get our head around the business sides of things, be 100% confident in your books and stuff like that before you go. Because you can always get offers and you always get these things that come along. They're so exciting. You want to take every kind of opportunity you get. We've probably had 15 offers over the past six months just to take, go to pack fair, go in different places like that, go to Brisbane. But I mean, you just got to really sit back and you just got to actually weigh it up. Being young, it's hard because we're always like, yeah, we want to do it. We've got, we've got great ideas, we've got new ideas. Um, so we want to do it, we want to do it. But I mean, now we're just kind of the point where we are running a big business. So 
if one of them crumbled, maybe the whole place would crumble. So we kind of just come to the yeah, point where we just got to step back and yeah, keep go from there. Uh, product consistent. Yeah, well. yeah. Just, just worry just about. In a few, in a few venues you got. I think the main thing is if you think we used to, I used to always think, especially like we've got to get bigger, we're going to do more, we're going to have more venues, blah blah. But now I've come to the point where you just got to realise that you've always already got a big venue or you've already got a business where you can make and capitalise more money. Have the place packed and line up every single night, um, and then go and open a new restaurant. Yeah. Don't think that your products are already half ready or whatever, blah, 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 and then go and open a second venue because you're only going to have half empty yeah. seats, you know what I mean? So I think the main thing is just keeping the focus on what you do, what you do well, and then when the time comes, don't rush. There's no rush because you, no one's going to multiply your product the way you do it. So, I mean, if you think that obviously there's competitors out there, they're not going to do it the same, then I think there's no rush in it. I think it's just more about getting it right yeah, and confident and being confident in what you do. Don't be scared every night when you go to bed that you're going to go broke next month. It's all about yeah. growing in business and stuff like that. I yeah. guess. It's hard with telling staff too, being young. At the start, yeah. we, I think we struggled a bit with telling staff what's what and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, you grow, the ball, you grow it over, <laughs> yeah. over yeah. a few months when yeah, stuff goes wrong. You yeah. At the start, you kind of just walk past it and say, what's going on there? But no. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so what's what's the dream? When you were looking at starting a restaurant and, and getting into hospitality, was the dream that having, you know, everybody coming in and you're standing out the front welcoming everybody <laughs> and uh, and sitting back enjoying a wine at the bar, like what's what does the dream actually look like for you, James? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, that's every restaurant like not every restaurant too, but everyone that own, looks at owning a restaurant is always that thing in the back here that you're gonna be sitting at the bar drinking customers and stuff like that. But it's far from that, you know what I mean? I've seen a lot of, I've worked for a few people that have gone broke doing that, you know what I mean? Older operators that haven't been broke in their life, but they've kind of just sat back and did that and kind of their business went down. So we thought when we first opened, it was all that hard work. So, and it's all about what we do. We do the, we do it best. So if we want to get people to multiply what we do best then we yeah. have to be there with them, you can't just, let them run in the yeah. park. So lead by you know example. Yeah, lead by example. I mean, you get to a point in the business where you can step back and you can enjoy your glass of wine at the at the end of the night or whatever kind of stuff like that. We're probably getting to that stage now, which is really nice and really something yeah, like on a Friday sure night you can be here well. and you can have a glass of wine with with someone like a regular or something like that. But you always need to be that sure. that step forward. You need to be a step ahead of your staff yeah. as well. That's the main thing. Yeah. What about you? Paul, what's, what's the dream look like for you? Yeah, like I remember even before I started working in any restaurants, I wanted to open like a cafe, you know, go have a few coffees in the morning, blah, blah, blah roll <laughs> out lunchtime. But once you, once you work in, yeah, Hosford, it's not like that in any sense. Like you got a lot of stresses of things that just go wrong that you don't even think about, you know what I mean? Like, I know the point of sale might drop out one night and then you, you've got to be very resilient in that sort of yeah. sense. So. Yeah. Yeah, like that, I guess, you know, having some nice meals every day and, yeah, it's, it's not exactly that, so. Yeah. Uh. And what about you, Alec? What, what's the dream? What did the dream look like compared to what it is now? Oh, I don't know. It kind of felt like a holiday when we first came up here. Yeah. <laughs> what we <laughs> did, we were just getting it done, getting in there, getting it done, no matter how many hours we're here and this and that. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's good to own a restaurant because you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. So. <laughs> drink, drink whatever yeah, you drink want. Whatever you want. <laughs> We're enjoying a beautiful Pinot Gris from uh, Mornington Peninsula, I think yeah, you said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Beautiful. And uh, it doesn't look like that every day. Yeah. No way. Some days. Some days. But yeah, no, it's 
No, it's not always. It's always blood. We always say it was blood, sweat, and tears. Jamelli yeah. was branded blood, sweat, and tears from the start. I mean, but now once you get a team, I mean, your team doesn't come overnight. It's with a lot of trust yeah, and a little. Exactly. It's a lot of heartbreak yeah, as yeah, well. You you, give them you trust people, and then they they stab you in the back and stuff like that. So it's all about that as well. Learning to grow and not get too attached to people and stuff like that. As well. We've had a few of our staff since we started, like the one chef that's work more days here than I have all Yeah, so we've got a few people that, and a few people that we've trained yeah, up that weren't chefs yeah. and stuff like that. They were kind of just from other countries and stuff. They wanted to learn. They said we do anything that we want to learn. Obviously, and we're young bosses, so we are good bosses. So let's hope. Let's and hope yeah, they think yeah, we're we're we haven't minded anyone. We're pretty yeah. friendly to anyone having, in the world. So. People, so yeah. Yeah, and in the, like, the expression with good stuff, it's hard to find good staff is definitely true. So if you do, Find someone, you, yeah, someone that you know, yeah, shows you work. Who you know work. is loyal and all that sort of stuff. They're you know very special people for your business. So yeah, keep don't think up. a chef degree is going to make them. And yeah. from Italy is always going to be the best because we got I've got guys that worked walked in as dishwashers. And now we trained them up and they're under under the head chef and stuff like that. Cool. Just because of hard work. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about ethic. So what would your final messages be for anybody looking to start a restaurant or hospitality business, Alec? What's what's your What's your point? Work hard. That's the main thing. Yeah, yep. go for it. Go as hard as you can. Um, don't just sit back and think that because a bit of money's coming in, your expenses are going to, because down the track, the tax man will come and get you. No, but <laughs> the, yeah, for sure, work hard is number one. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yourself, Paul? Yeah, I just uh, don't be afraid to do it, I guess. Like, I guess if you're young, or James said before, like, when you're a bit younger, there's a, not less risk, but you don't have a family and you know, you're not married and stuff like that. Yeah, so no just, just back yourself really, that's sort of what we did. So yeah, just give yourself a chance. Don't doubt yourself. If people are putting shit on you or whatever, like saying your food's no it's good, but, hard, but just turn around, whatever. All right, we're, how are we gonna make this better? That, that I think so. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What about yourself, James? Yeah, I think, the, yeah, like Paul said, don't be scared. Um, just believe in your product as well. Um, and listen to people, listen to people that know what they're yeah. talking about yeah, as well. Yeah, don't don't think, that. don't be so, like we were probably, I was probably the worst for being very proud as in dad's friends and stuff would say stuff to me and I'd get really upset about them saying don't go do this and go do that, blah, blah, blah. But you I mean, you, yeah, you want to <laughs> prove them wrong. I mean, at a young age, and we kind of did at the start, but I mean, listen to what they've got to say and just take it on. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with what they say, just take it on board because later on in the business you realise that's what's going on kind of thing. Um, don't be scared and just go for it. I mean, hard work, hard work ethic, yeah. it's always going to succeed. And if you believe in your product, then I think 100% it's good. Yeah, great. Thanks very much for your time, guys. No worries, and um, obviously it's jamelli's.com.au, is that Jamelli-Italian.com.au. right? Jamelli-Italian.com.au. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're on the socials. What social channels are you guys using mostly? Facebook, Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. yeah Instagram's good at Jamelli Italian, so we've got yep. a good following there. Yeah, great. GC. Yeah. Right, and people yeah. should be on there. And above all, book in, come yeah. in for a yeah, great feed. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <Good to see laughs> right. Thanks, Thanks so for your time, guys. Cheers. Thank you, cheers. Thank you.